0: I'm Becca. And I'm Katie. And welcome, welcome to Generally Specific Topics Between Friends. Best friends. Well, we're here with the second
1: episode of... The Patriarchy. The goddamn Patriarchy. Galdern. Mm-hmm. And we're talking about present day issues, because it's still an issue. It's still an issue, and it will be for a long time. Uh, last time we came at a
0: for a Halloween-y type episode about the horrors of the patriarchy Mm -hmm. in the past.
1: Witch hunts and whatnot. Mm -hmm. Asylums, hysteria, all that sort of fun stuff. It was bad then, and it's not great now. Yeah, I don't want to be one of those people who
0: doesn't think, you know, that the present is always getting better and people are always getting better and life is the easiest and the safest it's ever been in history. But as a woman... (laughs) I don't ever feel
1: particularly safe, you know? Yeah, a lot of things are better, but like we said last time, we still can't walk around at night. No, I still am not going to do that. Um, before we get too far, we have a third wheel this week. Yay! This, Who's here? This is this is Robin, and he's my boyfriend. Everyone say hi, Robin. Hi,
0: Robin. Hi, Robin. <laughs> Hello. He's going to give us the white male insight that we need <laughs> <Yes>.
2: <laughs> to our white female problems. Yeah, my cis-het, hetero-man-male
0: yes. kind yeah. of
2: perspective. Yes, <laughs> that kind of perspective.
0: Because we want to hear from the men that we're constantly, um, well, what would you call it? Berating? Berating. <laughs> I mean, the patriarchy affects them too. Yeah, the patriarchy is bad for everybody, honestly. Like, I don't know masculine toxicity and gender roles and all that is good for nobody and that that's really a big part of the patriarchy so we'll hear what he has to say he'll hop in every now and again yeah thank you
1: for being yes, here thank you for joining us <laughs> so a lot has happened in the last several years to bring women's issues to the forefront yeah like i don't know the 2016 election <laughs> shudder oh god <laughs> such a such a rough time Wait. <laughs> Yeah, so Trump happened. And we were just mentioning
0: the lack of consequences for all of the horrors.
1: Yeah. It's
0: like, we have proof that he's misogy- m- misogynistic asshole. And he literally says creepy, cringy things about his daughter and other women he's been around. And I'm sure there's been lots of money thrown around to keep other sort of like harassment claims at bay. Because someone like that is just gross a serial assaulter yeah probably a serial assaulter at the very least creepy to every woman who he finds attractive
1: and the nation still well the electoral college (laughs) still made him president Mm -hmm. so yeah what does that say about us that someone like that can can be the president i really don't think it's like the majority of people
0: i think it's the rigged system Mm -hmm. that puts the minority in power like the the crazy people in power oh yeah because he didn't win the popular
1: vote no and it's i don't know
0: actions should have
1: repercussions (laughs) yeah consequences (sighs) should be real for everybody yes for everybody that seems to be the problem here but if you're a rich white man in this country you've been able to get by without a lot of consequences yes yes so
0: that's a problem, and I just don't understand the whole conservative family values in the same breath as Trump. What are yeah. you? What are you talking
1: about? In what world? He's not a good Christian. If your argument is Christianity, he's not. He's not a good Christian. No, he's not even a good person. No.
0: Ugh. Anyway, okay. So there was that whole thing. Great for you know. I love thinking about other countries looking at us and being like, what the fuck, America? Yeah. (laughs) Like,
1: it makes us look really bad when it's just like blatantly horrible. Yeah, like we're leaning into the white trash. Beautiful. Yeah, we really did.
0: And I don't know. Everyone likes to point fingers at like, women are mistreated in the Middle East and all of this stuff. And I'm like... Who are are you talking about? You're the one here. Yeah. You're the one who's making it horrible for women here. What do you mean horrible for women elsewhere? Like,
1: take a look around. Yeah. I was listening to another podcast that was like, people will always argue, like, it's worse here. You're lucky that, you know, there's not war crimes happening against women here. And like, yes, but what about the um, maternal
0: death rate and what about like all of the female children who just go missing or I I just got a Facebook memory about the word child prostitutes and you can't be a prostitute as a child it's called child rape yeah
1: and (laughs) other sort of I don't know, variations on that. like Yeah, the bad things are still bad, even if it's worse other places. That's, yeah. that's really negating to be like, well, you're lucky you're not in such and such country. Yes, and it's like,
0: well, can't we be somewhere we're actually lucky to be? Or yeah. Is, is our um, bar set so low that it's like, well, it's not the absolute worst, so... We should be grateful. We should be grateful. We should be happy to be the way it is, or even worse, the whole, like... Make America great again. And it's like, make men even more in charge again. Make America racist again. Put women back in their place again. Yeah. That's that's what it says to me.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Arguably, though, the, the Me Too movement was really kicked off by Trump becoming president. Because people are like, whoa, what the fuck? This is bad. Yeah,
0: it was very jarring. I remember being like... "I." And it always seems like such a big thing is going to happen. And the Me Too movement was a big thing. But
1: the the side effects or the effects are just never as lasting as, I guess, I expect them to be. Like, Yeah, I mean, there's marches and demonstrations. And, like, the women's march is great. But, you know, Texas also passed that abortion ban this year. So are we actually, you know, getting better? No,
0: we're not. And it's uh, the biggest thing uh, like the whole abortion debate is I always hear that and I need to double check this statistic but that it is you know older white women who are just like oh my god abortion and it's like it's not even fully the men it's the women holding us back as well well which is crazy because it's just like you know what it's like to be a mother, or a sister, or to have had a miscarriage. No one should be forced into childbirth.
1: No. It's really sad. It is really sad. Isn't it sad, Robin?
2: Extremely sad.
0: (laughs) Tell us how you feel about the Me Too movement.
2: The Me Too movement, huh? Mm -hmm.
0: Um, That
2: was a while back. I know it's it's been a while. So, um, yeah, I'm all for the Me Too uh, movement. It's, uh, Definitely brought a lot of, um, like, female woes and fears into the forefront that some people didn't consider before. You know, me, you know, living my life as a man, I've never had to deal with things like you know, walking alone by myself, out and, uh, you know, going on suspicious dates with people, like, that's just not something I have to think about. <laughs> and um, it's kind of eye-opening to hear that that is a genuine fear of people speaking up. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah good that people have been empowered to speak up because i think yeah. for forever like think about
0: 1950s you just didn't talk about domestic problems like if you had an issue you weren't getting divorced you just had to cover up the bruises and stuff like
1: well because that was your shame because obviously you were doing something wrong as a wife or, yes yeah
0: Oof. and so to be able to have it put out there and be like no 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 just so you guys know I have to do this, 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 and this to stay safe in a normal social environment. Mm-hmm. And sure, some people are like, no, that's made up or no, whatever. But I think it did reach a lot of, you know, male ears to be like, wait, you do what now?
1: <laughs> yeah. When so many women come forward, and yeah. have to share their stories about, you know, just the everyday harassment or, mm-hmm. you know, assaults that have happened to so many of us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. People should be aware.
0: And for a while they were, but I don't know, nothing ever seems to last long enough or hard enough in the face of social media and news in -hmm. terms of anything, I don't know, it's because it is such a horrible thing and the news is all about horrible things, you know, the horrible narrative, nothing is ever good,
1: but just didn't seem to linger enough. I don't know, maybe because there's not like one bad guy to pin it on or, <laughs> I don't know, so many people still get defensive of like, yeah, like, it is not all men Yes, but I guess that is true
0: Is as soon as the Me Too movement thing the not all men thing happened and it's like, mm-hmm. did we say it was? <laughs> we, we come out and we tell you about all of the horrible stories that ha- happened and like, all the horrible well, things Well, I've never assaulted anybody Did I say you did? <laughs> <laughs>
1: (laughs) (laughs) That sounds real suspicious to me. Yeah. Me thinks the rapist death protests too much.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Or even worse, the people who are just like, well, that doesn't happen because they genuinely don't understand what harassment or rape is.
1: Yeah. And they haven't seen it happen. Or they think the things that they have done aren't harassment or assault.
0: And being told the stories and having to face the fact that, oh, God, people think that's assault. It's not...
1: Yeah. Ooh, I was just listening to a podcast about stealthing. Yep. Where men That's illegal in some places. Yeah, they least. they just passed a law against it in California, which I think they're the first state to like really pass a law against it. I thought it. other states had already done that. Mm mm. Not I think not in like just strictly in a consensual sex act, a man removing a condom during sex. There are laws about like people doing it to spread disease. Yeah, but doing it just for like just the, for ruining someone's life. Yeah, just for fucking someone over, just for taking a consensual sexual encounter and turning it into not. Yeah,
0: I've never understood that. Like,
1: it's another power play. It is true. Yeah, apparently there are like message boards of men like it's my right to spread my seed and. Oh. <laughs> <bleh. laughs>
0: There's an lo- episode of Law and Order SVU about that. Y'all remember that episode? It's not based on, you know, not based on any real person or thing, but it, there's totally been men out there who have, like, gone and taken all of the, like, sperm bank sperm and just replaced it with their own to have oh, hundreds Lord. of children.
1: <laughs> Yikes. Who thinks they're so special? Men. <laughs> uh. <laughs> Sorry, yeah. Robin. But yeah, Law and Order SVU will never run out of episodes because so many people just do terrible, terrible things. They've yes. got plenty of things to write about. They really do.
0: What what season are we on? 16? Uh, 26. Oh, okay. I'm only, <laughs> I'm only 10 behind. Oh. Man. So that's a little bit about what is currently going on. And every time I think about stealthing, I think about... Um, Maybe like seven, five or seven years ago, there was a big story about, I want to say in Africa or somewhere, they were passing out the um, anti-rape condoms that had the fish hooky things on the inside because rape was such a problem. They were like, if you stick this device in your vagina and someone rapes you, it'll get stuck in their penis. And then Mm -hmm. they have to go to a, a doctor and that's rape you can't you know you got your penis stuck in the rape device so Mm -hmm. gotta have it removed and now everybody knows and i'm like what a great invention
1: that we really should not have to have yeah it's really sad that you have to like bear trap your vagina safe
0: (laughs) but (sighs) there it
1: is (sighs) What else do we have? What else is... Um, gross things. You want to talk about religion? Virginity, purity. Yes. Yes.
0: If any of you guys have ever watched the movie Teeth... It's pretty great. It's (laughs) great. Speaking of bear traps and antagonists. Yeah. (laughs) God, I love that movie. They do a really good job of just, like, making the religion seemingly normal while at the same time being just completely over the top. Yeah. Like... I don't know. It's so close to being what is actually happening in some of these religious circles with the purity rings and the purity balls yeah, and the, just the
1: utter obsession with virginity. Yeah, the
0: obsession with virginity. That and that is what it boils yeah. down to. You should go from your husband, from your father to your husband. Mm-hmm. Real gross. While we were taking notes, I explained to Robin what a purity ball was in a very. You know, quick summarized sort of format, but yeah.
1: For our listeners, let's go through it. It's a nasty ceremony where you marry your dad. Yes. So little little girls and their dads dress up like it's
0: their wedding day, right? They have. <laughs> I think God. I think even some of them have veils. Like, yeah, like first communion dress, white veil, like when you marry Jesus, but this time it's your dad. So, uh, and yeah, you basically pledge your
1: virginity. Not to your father. <laughs> I don't know about to your dad, well like God his, or something. No, it's supposed to be like your father's to guard until he, yeah. you know, hands you off to, to your, your husband. husband. Yeah.
0: And <sighs> they try and, you know, they get it. They get it because little girls are like, ooh, marriage, ooh, one day I'll have a husband. And they don't understand what any of this means, except your dad keeps you safe until you're married. Mm-hmm. But the adult grown men are like, I will guard your vagina because no. it's mine and I made it. And then one day it'll be someone else's. But until then, it's mine. Good Lord. And it's so cringy. I know there was some. What, there was TLC- a Law and Order <laughs> episode about that one, too. <laughs> yeah, and there was some TLC show, I want to say, that did that as well. And all these poor little brainwashed Probably girls are so something. excited because they love their dads and. You know, when you're little, I'm sure some of those girls are like, yeah, I'm going to marry my daddy. And yeah. like, it's, they don't un- understand what's going on. It's so sad and so
1: gross. Yeah. And so misinformed. hmm Well. Yeah. And just the idea of virginity in the first place is really, I don't know, it's off-putting to put all this weight on like, hey, is your hymen intact?
0: Yeah. And it's, it's always women. Yeah yeah it's not a big deal for the men no it, it never has because it's just like oh he said he didn't do it okay yeah. women it's like alright we're all gonna shove our fingers inside you and if it's not feeling quite right then we know that you're a slut and you're mm-hmm. gonna die and we're gonna kill you and you'll never get married like
1: yeah there are some cultures where women will get like a prosthetic hymen otherwise like their husband will kill them because they think they had sex before the marriage like <sighs> that's that's a thing that happens in the world. Uh, so. Still? Yeah. Make of that what you will.
0: Mm-hmm. And then that goes along with all of the abstinence in school things where it's like, you wouldn't want to chew gum that someone else chewed. And it's like, oh, you mean that person, that that young adult you're talking to, that woman you're talking about?
1: Yeah. You know how you lose value the more people that see you naked? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Ooh. It just, it
0: puts all this pressure on women to, I don't know, not have sexual feeling or something? Mm -hmm. And then men get mad at you if they think you're not sexual enough? Yeah, it's a a no-when. Didn't we talk about that as well one time? The, like... Madonna, what was it? Madonna horror Complex. Yeah, the Madonna horror Complex, where yeah. it's like, you need to be pure, but also slutty. <laughs> yeah. And it starts at such a young age, apparently. hmm Ugh. And then... When you do get married... Yeah. The, the vows. <laughs> so, I've only been to a few marriages, and... Did they do traditional vows? I think they did... Well, I know one was, I think, one of my cousins and one was my sisters. And I don't remember my sisters being particularly cringy, but it was in a very pretty church and they did church ritual things. But the other Mm. one I was in was also in a very big church, but it was a hardcore Christian one. And they did the whole, the woman will be subservient to her husband. The husband is the head of the household and she is the whatever she is and she must obey and love her husband for he will make all the decisions and she will carry them out. What if your husband's an idiot? (laughs)
1: Yeah,
0: Yeah, but they they went on and on and on about how she serves him and he serves God, so he Uh, is the go-between between between her and God and he is in (laughs) in charge. And I just remember sitting there and being like, what the fuck? (laughs) (laughs) Like, I was just like, I remember as soon as we were gone, I was like, was all that stuff about being obedient to your husband? <laughs> and my mom was like, I know, right? And I was like, but really though, mama, like
1: why aren't upset about this? <laughs> yeah, I was just like, ah. <laughs> hey.
2: Yeah, I've had the displeasure of uh, being in uh, a ceremony like that We're with uh, my little sister. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, she was getting married. And it was a very traditional, you know, very uh, Christian wedding. Uh-huh. And it was all about you know the male being the head of the house. And the woman being the subservient person. And yeah. it was, I, it was very, um, discomforting how like male centric it was and all like the vows and the, the Jesus stuff. And anytime it came with, with her, with the girl, it's like, oh, it's like, you need to serve him. Like you are the, you know, the subservient. He's the head. And yeah. I just remember like looking over my brothers, just like visually cringing.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it is. And it must be some, I don't know. Some part of the Bible that's been watered down for marriage because, yeah, that's exactly what it sounded like. That must be something that they all say. And it's Oof. just like. What about like serving and supporting each, each other? other? <laughs> marriage is a partnership, not a like. Feudal. I don't know. Isn't this 1620s? Yeah. Feudal relationship between you and your owner, like for you serving him for oh. forever because he's the go-between between between you and god we're Uh, not chattel no and that's what it comes down to like Mm.
1: you are his yeah that's the whole thing with like dowries and what do you think about the like asking the man asking the father for the you know for for the mission yeah
0: i would like to take this and i need to ask you first of course before I ask her, because who cares what she thinks?
1: Yeah, I know you have this this daughter that's been serving your household for years, but I'd like her to come serve my household. Mm-hmm. And also, yeah, if you could sign over her virginity to me, I think that'd be great. Yeah, <laughs> sorted that when she was a child, right? Right? Because I don't need any damaged goods.
0: Ugh, worthless to me if she's not absolutely naive. <laughs> Ew. Right.
1: You <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely
0: innocent and unknowing, and has no idea what she can or
1: can't do. Like a child, like a child bride. Mm-hmm. Oh, <sighs> uh. get sad just thinking about it.
0: But yeah, so marriage for some people has definitely evolved, but marriage for other people apparently is still that same like. And to say it, to have that in your vows, to vow to do that, it's a wonder like. Anyone stays with their husband after agreeing to that, like because mm. I'm sure the husband's like,
1: You married me and you said you'd do this. Yeah. Ugh. Well, I don't know. People people used to put up with a lot, but now yes. divorce is an option. Yeah, that's <laughs> great. Yes. People always being like, the divorce rate's
0: so high, the family values, this and this, and it's like women were given a choice to leave. and since they have been able to do that they have (laughs) since it has been an option they've been like oh no i want out (laughs) you mean i can pursue my own happiness and personhood yeah hot dog i don't have to live this horrible life forever (sighs) robin knows robin's been married how do you feel about the whole asking fathers for hands thing
2: (laughs) it's uh i don't know it, it seems very antiquated nowadays um I feel like you know me being the logical pragmatic person and trying to give like the benefit of the doubts i feel like maybe there is some logical approach to asking a parent you know if that's you know what your intentions are um you know maybe as a thing just you know if they're uh if they're a close family unit it's good to be on good terms with them um maybe that's should be more oriented towards like not asking permission from the father (laughs) yeah but maybe more like letting Your intention's known for the family. Mm -hmm. Yeah, maybe
1: asking for their blessing. Yeah. Want them to like the union. Also wanting to be like, all right,
0: so I love her, and I think I'm going to propose, and then fucking gauge the room and see how they feel about it, because
2: you will have to deal with them. Yeah, because they're going
0: to be your family, too. And then also, you know, making plans for like the engagement and the wedding and getting some inside information before you start the whole process. That makes sense. But I feel like that's not what people say or do. It's yeah. um, I was just thinking about the Bruno Mars song, the can I have your daughter for the rest of my life? Say yes, say yes, because I need to know. Put on my best suit and ask your dad if, you know, I could marry you. And he was like, can I have her? And he was like, no. (laughs) Yeah. So it's still like asking the father specifically is still a thing in culture. Mm -hmm. But I think I'd like to think hopefully it's more and more being like, Hello, family, who's going to be my family? This is what I'm going to do. Here are my
1: intentions. Mm -hmm.
0: That makes sense. Yeah. That's not steeped in some patriarchal bullshit. Yeah.
1: That's not seemingly. asking to
0: possess that livestock. Yes, that's not being passed from one man to another, mm-hmm. specifically. And I guess along with that, there's the whole last name fiasco. Oof.
1: Yeah. That's so much work, guys. Like, I just really like my name, mm-hmm. and a guy would have to have a really great last name for me to give mine up. Yeah. And...
0: You could hyphenate your name. Who wants to write that many names and just all the paperwork
1: that goes along with it? And if you hyphenate, one still has to be 1st mm-hmm. And it's clearly going to be the more important name, right? hmm
0: I had to explain this to the girls I work with because they were talking about, um, you know, wait, what's what's dad's name? And I was like, it's your name, guys. It's your last name as your dad's name because women always change their name, right? What's your mom's maiden name? And the older girl knew and the younger girl was very confused. And we had to explain it. We were like, well, in America, what usually happens is when people get married, the woman does all the paperwork to change her last name to be her husband's last name, therefore ending her family line mm-hmm. until another male carries on the
1: tradition. I just don't know why a woman carries a baby for nine months <laughs> and has to go through labor and then it gets the husband's name. Yeah. Because he contributed cum. <laughs> I just have feelings about that. Yeah.
0: It does speak a lot about the patriarchy and the power mm-hmm. and being passed from father to son, and that's where the power goes. Yeah. If you
1: want proof that this is a patriarchal society, it's right fucking
0: there. Mm-hmm. And just think about, like, all the trouble women have had with getting property or, you know, if her husband dies and it goes straight to her son or to another male relative and just completely passes her up, like, mm-hmm. that was a thing for a long time. <laughs> and nowadays i feel like it's not that long ago that women still need or needed permission for like certain medical procedures like if any of you guys have tried to get your tubes tied if you don't have your husband in the room with you being like no this is what we want or if you don't have three plus children yeah or if you're not like over 40 they are not gonna be cool with it
1: (laughs) yeah it's really hard to find a doctor that'll do a tubal ligation I saw a thing that was like imagine you know a doctor denying a medical procedure not for the safety of the patient but because a man might want to use her body someday yes I think I to grow a person yeah Yeah. I saw
0: a video or something of that they were like any other medical procedure can you imagine yeah same thing with abortions they were like if you go into an ER (laughs) Because you were drunk driving and you crashed your car and you killed some child and their mother, they're still going to treat you. Yeah. They are going to try their best to save your life. They're going to stitch you up and do what they can. But if, if, you, you, were, if you were 15 and you had sex and you were confused and you got pregnant, that's your fault. How dare you? Yeah. You have to live with, with the, the consequences. consequences of your actions. Yeah. Any other thing, smoking, if you're a smoker and you've been smoking for 50 years and you get lung cancer, they're going to treat you. They're going to treat you. Have you ever heard of a, what, an oncologist who's like, nah, you did this to yourself? Yeah. (laughs) No. People who get lung cancer from smoking still get treated. People who get liver cancer from drinking still get treated. No one gets turned down except for women. Mm Mm-hmm. And we've talked about this before even more specifically women of color yeah. <laughs> seem to really get turned down by doctors a lot and they're just like eh.
1: oh yeah because your body is not your own it's just a shell to grow babies mm-hmm. Ugh. and what if we don't want babies what if having the baby could kill us too bad
0: should have thought about that before you existed Huh.
1: <laughs> what if being forced into parenthood puts you in postmenopausal mania and you kill your baby? Mhm. Shit happens. Yeah. You guys. Also, banning abortions does not stop abortions. It just stops safe abortions. So then you got all the back alley ones that mm-hmm. kill and maim people. So, mm-hmm. but that's what they're after. <laughs> Deal with that. That's what they want.
0: They want you- the suffering to go along with the supposed, you know, sin. Subjugation. Yes, it is. <sighs> okay, anyway, yeah. um, onto a lighter subject. What about all the, like, cutesy street harassment?
1: <laughs> oh yeah, you know, those super flattering strangers hollering at you out, out of trucks. When you're 14, yeah. walking home from the snow
0: cone place.
1: <laughs> yep. <laughs> Yeah, we were 14, Mm -hmm. 13,
0: 14, clearly children. Clearly children. And like we were, I think we were holding hands and like skipping down the road or something stupid. I think we were trying to be like silly and we were holding hands and skipping or something down the goddamn sidewalk. And this truck just slows way the fuck down. I think it turned around and came back the second time. Yeah, it came
1: around twice. And that's why we ran. (laughs) Yeah, and we just ran all the way back to Katie's dad's house. (sighs) Ugh. Yeah. Another time I was in Walmart. I like went to Walmart with my dad and this like group of men, because my dad had left and I was going to meet him somewhere. This group of men came up to me and was like, hey, sweetie, are you going to smile for us? And it was really scary because I was a child Mm -hmm. and there's just a group of men approaching me. So I went in the women's bathroom and called my dad and made him come get me because I wasn't safe till I was in the presence of another man. Yep. Ugh. Because they won't do that shit to you if you're with a man. That's because you're not a person. (sighs) And do you remember when we were at the laundromat that one time? Oh, the creepy, creepy laundromat guy? Yeah, the (laughs) creepy, creepy laundromat guy. You remember? Oh, my gosh. He was weird a few times. I needed to not go back there. (laughs) But But, you got to do laundry. Yep.
0: Uh, Have you ever seen any sort of harassment in person or heard from it from someone you know?
2: I don't know. From my perspective, I've never seen it. Happen that's in and with you, my own eyes. That's
0: because you don't associate with god awful people. It's the people who are like friends or acquaintances with the horrible people who mm-hmm. are really the only ones who can step in. Because yeah, yeah, if you're not hanging around these trash people, then you're not going to see it as often. And mm-hmm. if you're with a woman, it is far less likely to happen to her in front of you because mm-hmm. you are there. They won't do it. Yeah, really. <laughs> they only prey on the weak supposedly air quotes there, meaning a woman. And it starts so young. It really only lasts whenever you're weak and young and innocent. Like, yeah. I did this before, our street harassment went way, way down whenever we actually started entering, like, puberty and adulthood. Yeah, when you started looking like an adult woman and not a child. Yeah, that's when it goes down because then the power is not as easily taken from you. Yeah. And you are less likely to call the cops or less likely to, you know, Tell retaliate. Tell fuck themselves. Yeah. Yeah. Less likely to do all that when you're a kid and you get scared.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: So why do men do that, huh?
1: <laughs> I've heard they do it to impress their friends that they're with. Mm-hmm. I've, to feel powerful. Yeah, I would say the
0: power thing is the main thing. Yeah. Um, uh, Should've sorry guys, we should have looked up more statistics. But I swear the the largest portion of child rape and assault is not done by pedophiles, but done by people who just have a power fetish and mm-hmm. they prey on the weak. And the weakest are going to be the disabled or the elderly or children or women. Dang because it is not necessarily about sexual attraction, it's about the sexual attraction to overpowering someone easily Mm -hmm. that gets them off.
1: Feeling large and powerful yourself. Yes, what does that
0: sound like? Toxic masculinity to me. Mm Mm-hmm. And- Hurts everybody. (laughs) Hurts everybody.
1: Giving you all these damn insecurities so you have to go rape people. Yeah.
0: Ugh. So I feel like that's, that's a big chunk of why it happens is to feel some sort of weird confidence boost at making others feel less.
1: Yeah, I guess people get off on, you know, scaring people, mm-hmm. making people feel insecure. intimidated.
0: Yeah, it's yeah. they purposefully intimidating people, intimidating strangers who are less likely to reta- retaliate. Yep. Huh. Uh, yeah. What do we got? Then we also got just your general double standards for how, you know, men are treated versus women or how men treat women differently than other men. It's always been so interesting to be like, would you say that to a man? No? Then why are you saying it to me?
1: Yeah. Or like if a woman has any ounce of sexuality, then she's a slut. But Mm -hmm. if a guy does, oh, it's cool. It's expected. And he's, yeah. A Mm -hmm. player. Dress codes. Double standards for dress codes.
0: At least, I don't know. They like to put it in the news and all over social media whenever you know, young men do point out the double standards and they'll wear the skirts or they'll Mm -hmm. wear the dresses and be like, why can we do this? And they
1: can't, hello. Yeah, I was thinking about that. My school actually had like in the dress code, like cross-dressing they called it, It was against the rules. So, yeah, they couldn't have even done that. But yeah, like I remember in the student handbook, the girls section of the dress code being like twice as long. Because mm-hmm. the men's, it's like, you know, don't wear paraphernalia slogans. Yeah. But girls, it's like, don't show your shoulders. Don't show your thighs. Don't, don't, mm-hmm. don't distract the boys from their learning.
0: Because
1: mm-hmm. that's on you, a child, to, you know, not have body parts. Mm hmm.
0: And it's like, I don't know, at least feign that it's equal by putting it all in both sides and be like, if you can't, if you have to have three fingers for your, you know, tank top strap, put it in the men's section as well. Because, like, I know in my school, guys would wear those tank tops as well. And it's like, (laughs) yeah, you're wearing a tank top. Those aren't allowed. Well, But his shoulders aren't sexy. (laughs) Nope, apparently not because he's on the football team and we don't care. And then the cheerleaders wear their their cheerleading uniforms around, but that's not against the dress code because it's their cheerleading uniform. It's all just really mixed messages, like, on Mm -hmm. top, on top, on top of each other.
1: Yeah, like, you can wear a short skirt if it's for school spirit.
0: Yeah. (laughs) I just, I don't understand. (laughs) It's not based in logic. It's based in feelings of... Mm -hmm feeling a certain way about how a young woman looks or feeling a certain way about how she acts. and
1: It comes back to control. Mm-hmm. It and does. Yeah, that, you know, women can't be in charge of their bodies or how they dress or what they do. And we have to...
0: Have to comment on it. Smile yeah. for me. Ugh, yeah. <laughs> and I'll say, like, I feel like I do get compliments from women or older men. <laughs> yeah. Like it's always like women being like, I love your hair or just some random old dude being like, You're a very pretty young lady <laughs> <laughs> And that's that's yeah. broken down is specific compliments from women or yeah. very vague your attractive compliments from older men.
1: I don't know, I think I've I'm not going to call anyone out, but I think I've finally managed to get the older men in my life to stop commenting directly on my body. (laughs) Do you think so? Because as soon as you think that, another one's going to pop up. Yeah, yeah, maybe. And be like,
0: but it's a positive thing that I am positively thinking about your body and how you occupy space. And I want you to know how positive I feel about it now.
1: Just don't notice my ass, please. (laughs) And if you notice it, just keep it to yourself. No, i want Uh, you to know i want you to know how i
0: feel about it yeah (laughs) Yeah. how does that make you feel robin
2: please don't perceive me
0: yeah (laughs) if you could just not perceive me that'd be great the best times in my life have been whenever i was so little that i didn't think about the way i looked or Hmm. whenever i got into like late college and i was so busy with other things that i forgot about how i looked Whenever I forget to perceive myself as existing and looking a certain way, that's when I'm the happiest, and I yeah. think we can all agree. When you get to be a brain and not a body. Yeah, when you get to be a brain and not a body, and then someone brings you back, and they're like, oh, I feel a certain way about your body, and you're like, oh, yeah. Yeah. I exist. I look a certain way. I talk a certain way. <laughs> I will
1: die one day. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, when you remember that you're just a human shell. hmm
0: And, like... What's so hard about that to understand? I don't know. It seems like we're all equal. <laughs> and that should be pretty pretty obvious. Mm. And the power structures of our society should
1: reflect that. Or at least pretend to. I don't know. <laughs> I feel like in some ways they might be getting closer. But there's a lot of just, you know, integral... I don't know, societal things that we still have to work at. Mm -hmm. Just
0: keep on trucking, guys. Yep, it's going to be a long and lengthy process, but, you know, (laughs) um, there are more of us than they are of them, to quote uh, one of my favorite musicians, Emily Autumn. And, you know, more and more women are going to college, and more and more women are getting to build their own lives on their own terms. So hopefully that will be reflected in later years, you know. We'll just have to hope. Just remember, Thanksgiving is coming up. And whenever you see every single man sitting on the couch watching football and every single woman cleaning and cooking... Question don't it. do it <laughs> question yeah. and be like hold the fuck up yeah take a look around open your eyes yeah. question the default settings yeah the default of settings, settings households of your household and of your life and what you were expected to do and why it is the way it is
1: mm-hmm. well uh we want to know about your experiences with the patriarchy mm-hmm. And I think next week will probably be our last episode on this topic. Mm -hmm. So if you could just send us that feedback, that'd be great. That'd be great. And we'll
0: talk about that and your feedback from like any stories or information you have from, you know, the patriarchy of the past. Mm -hmm. Maybe... If you guys have anything from other cultures, because obviously we're very Eurocentric because that's what we know. We're white as fuck. I'm sorry. Yeah. And And we acknowledge it. We acknowledge it. And I would love to learn more about um, how it exists in other cultures because trying to comment on on it is all just like, I don't know. I'm sorry. I don't want to say anything that's rude or wrong or incorrect. So true, true, true. Uh, So yeah. Tell us your stories. Please tell me about your Thanksgiving, because that just stands out so much to me is, you know, everyone I know, that's just what they do. Mm -hmm. And every year it's always been like that. And I'm always just like, "Mm." sister's over there getting burns and cuts,
1: slicing up her fingers. So Mm -hmm. husband's yelling at the TV. Mm -hmm. Well, we'll see. We'll see. You can send that to us at gstbfbf at gmail.com. Or we're on Instagram at gstbfpod. And special thanks to Robin for throwing in some opinions there for us. We appreciate being yes.
0: with us. Lovely having you here. Mm-hmm. And we'll come back at you with a little bit more patriarchy on generally, generally specific, specific topics, topics between, between
1: friends. friends. Best friends. Bye-bye. Yo, diggity. Hi, I'm Becca. And I'm Katie. And welcome to the dinner of this business <laughs> office. Oh. What
0: else we got?